does a free man look like? Is it the lone wolf man in a movie who kind of does whatever he wants? Is it the guy who just has stupid money and doesn't have to work anymore and can pretty much do whatever he wants for the rest of his life? Is that what a free man is? You see, there's something in us as men that longs for freedom. However, a lot of guys, they're just not free today. Now, part of it is a lack of understanding of what it really means to be free. The other part is the reality that as men, we have to fight for our freedom. So what we're going to do today is look at the battles men face to gain and keep their freedom on today's show. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me today because this month we're going to be focusing on freedom in different aspects for men. And this week we're talking about the battles men face for their freedom. Now, when we think of battles, what do we think of? We think of wars. And wars intrigue us as men. They have since we were kids. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, we played war all the time. And, and now one of the biggest gaming things out there is war, different types of war games. Now, for us as kids, we had to play war the old-fashioned way. You know, we had to actually have sticks or tennis rackets or whatever we could to pretend to be our gun. And then, of course, we would argue, I got you. You didn't get me. You missed. And so it really became more of an argument than of war. But as men, we love war. We love watching war movies. There's something about fighting for the right cause and different things like that. Now, the truth of war is that wars have been inevitable throughout history. People have always had to fight in wars, sometimes to defend their life, uh, sometimes to, to overcome adversity. You know, what happens is sometimes a society will get prosperous and they'll start doing well for themselves. And then other societies will be like, hey, we want your stuff or we want your land or we want something. And then what happens? War happens. And what we have to do today as men is remember that we have to fight in our own battle. We have a war to face in our own life. And too often we forget that. We forget that fighting for our own freedom is something we have to do as men. Now, when I say freedom, I think about a free man. What is a free man? When you think of a, someone who's just free, what does that mean? You know, and, and a lot of times during the openers, we talked about some of the aspects of, of what it means to be free, you know, to have a bunch of money, to have no responsibility. But a lot of guys live their life without knowing what it really means to be free. They assume it's money, but it's not. They assume it's having no responsibility, and it's not. A free man, for this, what we're going to do is, is have uh, our own definition. A free man is a man who lives his full potential. That's what a free man is. So in your life, to be a free man means that you're living to the fullest of your potential. Now, we say that because free men are not perfect men. It doesn't mean to be a wild man or a loner. But it's also not a man who's chained to his own out-of-control appetites. You know, a free man is a man who's living his full potential. It's a man who understands his own roles 
and responsibilities. And he lives them out every day with strength and energy. That's his full potential. And the reason I say it that way is because all men are different. Every man is different. Every man has different gifts, different abilities. You know, they, they live in different parts of the world. They were born into different economic situations. They have e different economic situations. You know, they have uh, gifts and abilities that no one else has. Every man is different. But are they living to their best, their fullest potential? It doesn't mean they're perfect, but are they doing everything they can to live their full potential out in the everyday aspects of their life. Now this whole month, we're gonna be talking about free men, what it means to be free. But the first thing we wanna talk about is that freedom has a price. We just recently celebrated July 4th, and July 4th, we celebrate our country's freedom. And we understand that that freedom didn't just happen. And many people paid the price for the freedom that we have in our country. You know, that was a freedom that wasn't free. People gave their lives so that we could have a country that could grow and change. Now, we haven't been perfect. We haven't done everything right, but we are still the freest country out there today. And that's because people paid the price so we could be. And as men, what we have to understand is that if we want to be free, we've got to fight for our freedom. We have battles to face every day. And if we truly want to be free, we have to fight those battles. We have to battle an inner drive for comfort. We have to battle the reality of the casualties of war. And we have to battle the fatigue of the fight. All right, the first battle we're gonna talk about is the fact that men battle an inner drive for comfort. Now, the truth is everyone likes comfort. We all do. And men have a special affinity for comfort, especially when it comes to our chairs. Every man, I think, has that chair that they love. It's kind of their chair. Maybe your dad had a special chair or, you know, your grandpa or something like that. For me, it was my grandpa. I called him Papa. And Papa had a chair that was like one of the early recliners and it was leather and it was super comfortable. And so as, as grandkids, we all wanted to sit in Papa's chair. And of course, we were the grandkids. We could do whatever. So he let us. And, and so we would go and sit in his chair. And, and Papa loved his chair because he worked hard. He had a big garden that he worked in every day after he retired. And his chair was super relaxing. It was right by the air conditioner because they had one of those window units. And so it would blow an air conditioner. It was just the best place to sit. So he had that and he had a remote. And so those were like the greatest things in the world to us as kids, to sit in Papa's chair and to have his remote. And, and as an adult now, I still like to sit in my chairs that are right in front of the TV to have my remote. And I think as men, we all love this. And there's nothing wrong with comfort, but we've got to be careful with comfort. You see, comfort can cause us to stop moving toward our full potential. I recently listened to a book and it was talking about Navy SEALs. And one of the things that was interesting is he said during Hell Week that the instructors, you know, they would go like 24-7 going through just brutal stuff. Their bodies were getting beat down. They were tired. It was cold. And a lot of times the instructors would try to lure them to quit using comfort. 
hey, if you quit now, you can go take a shower. We have food over here. We have, it's a warm room. And they would try to lure them away with comfort. And some guys gave into it because it was hell week. It was a rough week. And they were like, you know, I don't want this. And as men, we have to be careful that our desire for comfort doesn't take us out. Because a lot of times comfort is our way of kind of rewarding ourselves, you know, saying, hey, I deserve this. And, and maybe you do. I'm not saying comfort's wrong, but it's not our purpose. It's not to be a way of life. Our purpose should be the drive of our life, not the desire for comfort. Men who want comfort and things first, they're going to leave their purpose and drive and kind of run after that shiny light of comfort. It's just the way it is. And when they do that, they leave the path of their full potential. This happens when, as men, we start to make decisions based on really what's easy and not what's the right thing to do. You take relationships. If a man wants to have a closer relationship with his wife or his kids, then he has to dig into that. He has to find ways to emotionally connect with his wife and his children. And guess what? That takes work. It usually means the man has to change. He has to figure out a way to get out of his comfort zone. We use that term a lot in sports and different things. Hey, get out of your comfort zone. You know, do something you've never done before. But when it comes to ourselves, when it comes to our relationships and those things, a lot of times we don't do that. And what we have to understand is that a lot of the battles in our life are us forcing ourselves to get out of our comfort zone. Because there's something inside of us that loves comfort, doing what's easy, doing what we're comfortable with. And a lot of times that will keep us from really getting to our full potential. And what we have to understand is that comfort comes as a benefit. You know, comfort does happen and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's gotta be in its proper place. Purpose is bigger than comfort. And what you want to do is not live your life to be comfortable. You want to live your life with purpose. You can have comfort within that life. But we have to be careful as men and watch to make sure that our drive doesn't become a drive for comfort instead of a drive for purpose. Because when we live for comfort, it takes away our freedom. Okay, the second battle we face, men battle the casualties of war. Now, there's a reality of war. War's ugly. It just is. You know, sometimes movies will show it. They'll show the reality of war. And, and sometimes when you're reading about it, you hear about it. Like I remember reading a book on the Civil War, and it talked about cannonballs that would just take guys' legs off. You know, a guy's standing there, and all of a sudden, his leg's gone. You know, war is ugly. And the reality of war is that people get hurt. Sometimes the hurts are little and sometimes they're big hurts. And these are like real hurts. These are not like movie hurts. You know, in movies, guys can be shot like 57 times and they're still fighting. You know, that doesn't happen in real life. You know, in real war, death is a part of it. You know, there's a lot of pain and all that involved. Now, our life is a little bit different. It usually doesn't involve death. But there is a truth about getting hurt. I don't know about you, but life is full of hurts. People get hurt in life. And we've all been hurt. Now, what I'm talking about is not so much a physical hurt. 
you know, when you date someone, you know, there's usually not a physical hurt that happens with that, or there shouldn't be, you know, unless you dated the wrong person, or, you know, you've been that wrong person, you know, the physical hurt should not be a part of that. What I'm talking about is the emotional hurts. And for men, sometimes those are the hardest ones to overcome. We could actually overcome the physical hurts easier because we get that. You know, men who wrestle or box or, you know, do anything, there's physical pain involved in it. You know, I've, I've gone on triathlon sometimes and the next day, my body's in physical pain because I did a long triathlon. And, and so my legs hurt, my feet hurt, you know, my body hurts. And it's like, oh, you know, and I can feel that. And that's a physical pain. I get that. I understand it. Hey, I did a triathlon yesterday. So I'm hurting. But emotional hurts are different for men. A lot of men get hurt emotionally, and they check out. They check out of life. And by doing that, they're willingly giving up on the freedom that comes with living to their full potential. They choose to live less than their full potential. Why? Because they got hurt. And what happens is guys will start second guessing or slowing down because of the hurts or the potential of hurt. You know, and you say, well, David, what if I get hurt? Well, you will. You just will. Just like in, in battle, in wars, hurts are a part of it. They're a part of battle. In life, hurts are going to happen. You know, we can all think of all the hurts that have happened in our life just, just by living life. You know, some guys get hurt when they're dating. You know, uh, maybe you're, you want to ask a girl out. You try asking her out. She says no. You get rejected. We can all actually remember usually our rejections. A lot of guys can, you know, and they, they kind of back off and they think, okay, I'm not going to ask someone again. You know, some guys have engagements that are broken. You know, some guys, their marriage falls apart. They, they end up getting divorced. Their wife leaves them or something like that. You know, a lot of things happen like that. Sometimes for men, as their kids get older, the kids just kind of pull away from them. And that hurts. And so those are real emotional hurts that men deal with. I'm not minimizing them. They're real and they're hard. Some guys growing up were bullied. You know, they were bullying uh, or they were bullied, and some guys bully. And most bullies have been bullied, or something has happened in their life, and that's why they're bullying other people. You know, so both sides of it hurt. Some guys just are rejected, uh, you know, for whatever. You know, I don't know if you've ever been the last person picked, or the person who the other team takes because they have to. You know, that's not fun. Some guys have business failures. You know, I'm just, I'm giving you the whole gambit because I want you to understand that there's a truth to this. Hurts are a part of battle. They're a part of life. And every one of us goes through them. And I'm not saying you should go out there looking for hurts. Okay, I'm not saying, you know, oh, hurt me. You know, that's, that's kind of weird. Don't do that. But we've got to deal with them. Because if we don't, we're going to start walking away from freedom. And what we have to do is learn how to deal with them. And you learn how to deal with them by processing them. Now, when I say processing, what I'm talking about is you, you learn from those hurts and you keep them from controlling you. Okay, I'm not saying you're going to fix everything. Okay, but the truth is, if you don't process the pain of the hurt, it's going to stay with you. 
and it's going to hurt other areas. And that's what's going to keep you from your full potential, which is going to keep you from your freedom. Have you ever gotten one of those little small cuts on your fingers? You know, you think, oh, I got a little cut on my finger. And you think it's no big deal until you realize how often you use that finger. And every little thing you do hurts it. And you're like, what is the deal? You know, it could be a little tiny cut, but every time you use that finger or that hand, it hurts. And so what do you do? You, you try to fix it, you put a bandaid on it, you do something so it'll heal so it doesn't hurt you anymore. And that's what processing does. When you process pain, you're working through it so you can learn from it, so you can move past it, okay? I'm not saying it's gonna be easy, it's not. In fact, a lot of times when it's big pain, when it's big things that have happened in our life, we're going to need help. We're going to need someone to help us process through that. We just can't do it by ourselves. And to help you understand that, it's kind of like lifting weights. You know, for someone who wants to get stronger, he's got to lift weights, okay? And a lot of times when you're trying to lift a stronger weight than maybe you've usually lifted, you get a spotter. And that's someone who gives you a little help if you need it so that weight doesn't hurt you. Well, some of us are carrying pain in our life and we need people to kind of be our spotters. And it may be a counselor, it may be a coach, it may be someone we, we get with and we talk through this pain. And so that helps us kind of learn how to process it. You know, hurts don't have to take us out. They don't. And what we wanna do is be a man who can walk in freedom and not a man who's caged up by our hurts. You know, and what does that look like in men? Well, men who become sometimes super successful are driven by that because they avoid having deep relationships. So success becomes what their purpose is. Success becomes what they do because they've been hurt by relationships so they don't want them. Other guys have been hurt in relationships. Maybe their wife left them or whatever. And then, so what they do is they get into the hookup culture. And so they, you know, I'm not going to get into any deep relationships. Most guys who avoid deep relationships, it's out of hurt. It, it just is. In some form or fashion, they've been hurt, so they stay away from them. You know, and then some guys, what they do is they just stay shallow. They stay shallow in their relationships because they know if it goes too deep, I'm going to get hurt. So they, they kind of stay in that shallow relationship. And if the relationship starts going deep, they back off. Why? Because they've been hurt. There are some men who just become cynics. Have you ever been around those guys? They're cynics about everything. And so cynicism becomes their foundation for life. And what they do is they try to spread it to everyone. Oh, you know, nothing good's going to come of this. Nothing's going to happen. You know, uh, the man is out to get us or whatever. All of those things come from hurts. Hurts they, they haven't processed through. And here's the deal, your full potential as a man only happens when you're living in freedom. Freedom and full potential go together. So you can't become a casualty of war. And what you have to do is, is fight to battle inside your mind, inside your emotions. There's a battle that has to take place there. And when you fight that battle, you'll truly be free. And that freedom is worth the fight. third battle that happens to us as men when we're fighting for our freedom is we battle the fatigue of the fight. That's what men do. Men will battle that fatigue. 
You know, military has a thing, they call it R&R, and it stands for rest and recuperation, or rest and recreation, or rest and rehabilitation. There's a lot of meanings to it, but they all mean the same thing. You can't fight all the time. And the military understands that. They understand that you can't fight all the time. At some point, you've got to take a break from the fight. And as men, we have to understand this. We have to take fatigue seriously because we can't function when we're fatigued. Have you ever tried when you were in school, staying up late studying? You know, it usually isn't good. Late night study sessions usually don't turn out well because some, some point after midnight, you just get kind of goofy. And if you're studying with people, the goofiness level increases. So you end up doing other stuff besides studying. If you're by yourself, you know, you start doing the head nod or you end up laying your head down in the book or whatever. And what we've got to understand is that happens in our life. Fatigue is something that you have to battle against because when a man gets fatigued, he can't be at his full potential. So he's got to put that R&R in his life. Now, when I say R&R, the first one they talk about is rest. So, so what is rest? Well, one of the things is just sleep. You know, it's amazing how in our society, the reality of sleep and our need for it is getting more and more press. You're seeing more books about it, more articles, more podcasts, more shows about it. And, it, and it's basically coming down to the truth of we're not getting enough. Most of us are not getting enough sleep. You know, they say that we really need seven to eight hours, and depending on our age, we may need more. And that's just something we've got to understand. And there is a reality behind it of, of media today and our lack of sleep. You know, you may be binge watching shows, and you may be sitting on your phone for hours doing stuff or on the computer or doing whatever. Those are a reality. I'm not blaming them. It's not their fault but we've got to fight to make them mind us. You know, because you look at the shows, you look at the, the, the social media and all the other stuff that's out there. Those things are programmed to engage with you and keep you there. They want you to stay there. So if you're watching certain types of reels, they're gonna keep sending you other reels. You know, if you're watching certain TikTok videos, they're gonna send you more things that they think you're interested in, why? So you'll keep watching. That's their job. That's what they do. YouTube does the same thing. They want you to keep watching because that's how they make money. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong for them. I'm saying we have to understand that and we have to control that to where it doesn't rob us of our sleep. Because as a man, you need your sleep. You've got to have sleep. That's part of rest. The other part of rest is mental switching. And that's where we do something that engages our mind in a different way. That's why men should have hobbies. They should read books. They should connect with people and things like that. You know, that's why men have things like their shops. You know, a friend of mine, Steve, just recently posted some pictures of his man cave. And, and he's a big comic book guy. And he's got all kinds of paraphernalia in there. It looks really, really cool. And he's also got this one table where he works on Lego stuff. He loves Legos still as a man. And that's part of what he does to relax and to kind of mentally switch from life. And all of these things relieve stress in our brain. And it brings a different type of rest to us. So we've got to take our rest seriously as men. 
Now, the other thing is recuperation or recreation or even rehabilitation. You know, what does that look like for us as men? Well, one of the things it looks like is just basic movement as a way to fight fatigue. That's why exercise really is important. Any type of movement and activity that gets you moving around is good for you. Why? Because breathing heavier brings more oxygen into your body. It gets into your blood and it takes it to your brain. So it's good for your brain. That's why men can do something that's physically taxing, you know, like go out hunting or engage in CrossFit or do whatever, but it helps them recover. Why? Because they're, they're recreating, they're recreating themselves in a different way. And that's what we have to understand as men is that R&R is our responsibility, which means we have to protect our calendar. So, so these things become a part of our life. You can say, I don't have time for them. Well, that's, that's fine. You can say that, but you're going to live in fatigue. And eventually you're going to start making dumb decisions. I've seen more people taken out by fatigue than any other thing. You know, I've seen men who have destroyed their family because of fatigue. They destroyed their business because of fatigue. And we've got to understand as men, the R&R is something we have to do. And the reason it's hard is because we have to balance that with our roles you know, your role as husband, dad, you know, worker, owner, whatever you are, you have a lot of roles to deal with. So you've got to make sure that R&R is part of your role. You've got to take care of yourself so you can be the best person at work, the best boss. So you can be the best husband, the best dad, whatever. Now you say, well, Dave, that's hard. <laughs> it is. No one said being a man was easy, but it's so worth it. Because as men, when we're at our full strength, we can reach our full potential. We can walk in freedom. And that freedom gives us so much of a better life. We bring our best selves to everything we do. Again, it doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean we're going to do everything right. But we're going to be fully engaged. Now, one last tip, just a quick tip to help you fight fatigue, is to really look at the reality of your diet. Now, I'm not saying you have to be some kind of nutrition Nazi. I don't want you getting into fads or anything like that. But as men, we've got to start making healthier decisions with our food. You know, just, just start picking some healthier stuff. You know, my son said something the other day. He was giving advice to someone about it. And he said, you know, just start taking your lunch instead of eating out. Just doing that one thing could do wonders for you. I think one thing that more people need to do is to be hydrated by drinking water. You know, it's a huge thing that a lot of guys are missing. They're drinking a lot of stuff, but they're not drinking enough water. You know, just a few healthy changes. Again, I'm not saying you have to go hardcore and go on some freak diet. But, you know, if you're getting by on energy drinks, if you're getting by on coffee after coffee after coffee, those things mean that you're probably walking in fatigue. And that's not a good sign for you because you're not going to be able to live your full potential. I'm not saying coffee's wrong. I'm not even saying energy drinks are wrong. But if you're relying on them, that usually means that you're walking in fatigue. And what we have to do as men is take our R&R &R seriously. If we don't, then we're going to start doing things that really we shouldn't do because we think we deserve it. And that's when we become a problem to other people. As men, fighting fatigue is our responsibility. And as men, we've got to take it seriously.
All right, guys, we're going to close out the battles that men face for their freedom. And let's understand the definition of a free man. A free man is a man who lives his full potential. And that's what you want to do. You want to live your full potential. You want to bring your full potential to every day. You want to bring your full potential to your relationships, to your job, to everything that you do. You want to be a man who's living his full potential. That's a free man. That's what he looks like. And to understand that and to do that, we've got to battle some things. We've got to battle that inner drive for comfort. And we do that by asking the question, has comfort become too important to me? That's a question you need to ask yourself. We all should ask ourselves, when has comfort become too important to me? And that's something we, we need to ask often. I've had to ask it. Everybody's had to ask it. The second one is we've got to battle the casualty of war. And we do that by asking the question, am I letting hurts weigh me down and keep me from freedom? Are my hurts keeping me from my full potential? And that's something only you can answer. And if you want to begin to deal with those hurts, you want to get help doing it. And then the third thing is we battle the fatigue of the fight. So by doing that, we ask the question, what am I doing to make sure I get rest and recuperation? If you just start asking those questions, if you just start engaging in those battles a little bit more, what you're going to find is you're going to find yourself walking in more freedom. Because when a man is a free man, that's a man who makes a difference in the world. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.